At TQ, we aim to inspire trust through providing individuals with the tools needed to test and prove who they are in real time. In today's episode, two empowered women talk about why it's so important for women to feel empowered within themselves and what effect this has on women living in a male-dominated world. Erin Grover, Social Impact Director specialising in crypto funds and blockchain impact, talks about how a woman's feeling of empowerment has a direct impact on economic growth. My name is Erin Grover and I have a long um, history of uh, being in digital marketing and um, I used to work in NGOs for over a decade working for the UN and USAID, Mercy Corps and similar organizations. I did a little bit of work in the film world out of Los Angeles for about five years and then I fell into crypto about five years ago. Mm-hmm. I have a specialty in crypto assets and uh, crypto algorithmic funds, and I currently am a part of one of the world's uh, first Bitcoin ETFs that's about to be publicly listed. Mm-hmm. It's already regulatory approved, and I also am working on a number of projects in the um, space of emerging markets and social inclusion. So utilizing blockchain technology to provide access to finance in places like Africa and India, um, just giving communities that didn't have access before a, a chance to, to be a part of the blockchain. So you said you fell into crypto. How, how did you fall into crypto? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about cryptocurrency and blockchain on social media and didn't really think anybody was paying attention and people mostly didn't but then when we had a bull run in 2017 people started to message me and then it was just a landslide of Mm -hmm. people needing help setting up their wallets so that's that's how i fell into it (laughs) i i wasn't looking for it so you feel that women have less opportunities in like the financial blockchain space I would say it depends, but I believe opportunity in blockchain is providing more opportunities than ever for women to participate, Mm -hmm. but women have been conditioned to believe that they don't fit in finance, so not as many women are participating. And the other thing is, well, one, there are there are many good men in the industry who I have the pleasure of working with. Mm-hmm. And then because the world is the world and humans are humans, there are men who are repeating the patterns of the things we don't like about traditional finance. And then um, I understand why women don't want to be a part of it because, uh, you know, I personally have run into sexual harassment and ego and all the things, um, Mm -hmm. all the stereotypes of men in finance or men in tech. In my world, it's mostly good because I do a lot of filtering and I've been working in male dominated environments for years, but uh, for women who haven't put up with the conditions that I have or some of my fellow women in the industry have, Mm -hmm. um, it's very daunting. How would you advise women to move past this if someone was gonna say oh I'm a bit daunted 
how what would you advise them to do it's good to find community for a start it's good to find the men who are supportive mm -hmm. and which there are plenty of out there <clears throat> and it's also good to find fellow women so with our world we have uh the bigger pie out of the uk and other women in crypto groups mm -hmm. and um it's also good to remember as a person that if you run into men who fit the stereotypes of what we don't like, mm -hmm. um, you don't have to work for them. You can walk away. Yeah. There's so many opportunities right now in crypto, um, more jobs than ever. So, you know, for a moment it might sting if you have to walk away from a, a situation that doesn't serve you. Yeah. But there's abundance out there and plenty of opportunities. So, you'll, you know, you can find the right thing if you're persistent, but it's, you know, it's not easy. Do you think that how empowered women feel like within themselves, do you think that has an impact on their work? Do you think yeah, absolutely. You know, for certain opportunities because they don't feel they could do that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's something that happens over and over again. We're just, We've been um, programmed by a global society with um, patriarchy and mm -hmm. it's thousands of years old and we're just breaking the paradigm now and it's going to take some generations. Yeah. But yeah, women, women are subconsciously and unconsciously raised to stay away from finance. Do you think that that mindset has a direct correlation with economic growth? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. And when women actually um, take charge and they're able to um, actively participate in finance, there are different results in communities. Mm -hmm. So would you say the first step for women is to become more financially aware? Um, yeah, it's, well, the first step is believing. Yeah. And if you, if you don't believe, if you don't have that support, it's going to be really hard. But if you have an inkling, if you want to, and you have access to certain resources, if you can get on the internet, I mean, you know, you can hopefully eventually find community, but I think it really goes back to community and finding the right mentors. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a different person. Like I approach people without knowing them, no problem. And I have all my life. I know a lot of people don't just do that. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm not intimidated by people's titles or what have you. Like it's pretty easy for me to approach people. Um, I but I guess that's been my survival mechanism because I've been traveling the world on my own for over 20 years and making a career. So you need that for sure. Yeah. Katie Phillips, Women's Empowerment Master Coach, agrees that an empowered woman is more likely to succeed in anything and everything. I'm Katie Phillips. I founded the School of Self-Love and I wrote a book called The Self-Love Affair, A Woman's Guide to a Daring and Mighty Life. Mm -hmm. And my business and my, I'm a master transformational coach. So my business and my coaching has evolved over the last 10, 12 years as I've evolved. And now I'm very specifically supporting midlife single women who are ready to prepare to call in their soulmate. So how did you get into this? How, what made you start it? For as long as I can remember, my relationships have been quite 
a painful aspect of my life. And a lot of that was very much linked to the anxiety I suffered. So I was, I always seemed to be worried and have anxiety ever since I was a little girl. And I didn't know anything else. And you don't know what you don't know. I didn't even realize that there was another way of living and experiencing the world and that I didn't need to bring that anxiety and distrust and worry into my relationships. Because when I did, that tended to cause drama and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy place to hang out. So, um, yeah, I, I had a little boy, he was two and his dad and I separated and I found myself utterly unable to show up in the world knowing who I was when I didn't have a person to reflect myself back against. I, I only learned how, like the way I learned to do life was to look to external things to validate me, to give me significance, to make me feel loved, to make me feel safe. So my relationships were the first place that I received that. And then it was my career and then it was my just general life achievements, which would have looked great on Instagram had it existed then. <laughs> um, it looks great on, on Facebook. Uh, but my, you know, as soon as that relationship ended, I realized I didn't have a strong sense of self and I didn't have a strong sense of self-worth, let alone self-love. And I really hit rock bottom in terms of my self-confidence and, and self-belief. And I had to find a new and different way of doing life. So I went on a huge inner journey, huge personal growth journey and had a massive spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, I came to realize that I can create my life. I can create how I desire to feel. I can create what I want to think. I can think thoughts that are self-loving, not self-sabotaging. And uh, I became quite evangelical about that, which is why I've come to do what I do, <laughs> why mm-hmm. I do, what I do now. So is that what the School of Self-Love is all about, encouraging other women to think in that way? Yes, it's the School of Self-Love is set up for a woman who desires to know and love herself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ironically, so many of us, you know, it goes back to our conditioning and programming. We just weren't shown how. And what was modeled to us was how to get our sense of self-worth externally. So it becomes a, a, a piece of proving our worth rather than knowing innately just me being me who I am without doing anything and proving anything is yeah. worthy and enough. So that's what we're predominantly focused on at the School of Self-Love. Do you think this um, notion of women empowerment, do you think that women have become more aware of this notion in the re- in the recent years than they have ever been? Yeah, I think they have. And I see a lot with with women moving towards wanting more equality, uh, gender equality, for example, pay equality. Unfortunately, because no one's showing them a different way, they're showing up in the world very much in their masculine energy. And so while they're getting the equality, they're utterly burned out as a result of the way they're approaching their life and their work and their relationships. And I'm very uh, passionate about showing women that you can be a leader, uh, that you can have equality, that you can feel empowered without the burnout. We don't, and not least, especially if you, you know, you're in a, a female body, we're physically not designed to go as fast at the same pace with the same intensity as somebody that's in a male 
body, yeah. we're, we're just softer. To feel empowered, need to develop a very different relationship with themselves and with their mind, with their emotions, with their body and their spiritual connection. Yeah. True empowerment requires us to have a connection on all of those levels with ourselves, from a place of self-compassion and kindness and love. Mm-hmm. So where, would, where do you generally advise people to start on their empowerment journey? It begins with a choice. You have to make the decision that I'm no longer available to give my power away and I am ready and willing to find a way to live and feel more empowered on all those levels, mind, body, soul and spirit. Mm -hmm. You've got to start with that decision and it has to be an emotionally backed decision, that kind of unapologetic, no matter what, I am ready to do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. to feel better and to respond to life rather than to react, to work in a way that feels really aligned and good for me. Um, And then you've got to, you know, it's that piece of trust, which is a very feminine energy. It's trusting that your way, your guidance will, will come. There's no one prescriptive way that any person can go on their own inner journey and heal what needs healing to step into an empowered relationship with themselves and then other people. Yeah. It starts with that decision and and an awareness that you're going to have to commit to some inner work. Like it's a self-responsibility piece. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel that it's so important that women have this inner power and feel empowered within themselves? Because for too long, women haven't had a voice mm-hmm. and for too long we have played second fiddle to men and the world isn't doing so great being led by this patriarchal disempowered masculine energy Mm -hmm. it's not about making men wrong it's not about making the masculine excuse me it's not about making men wrong it's not about making the masculine wrong we need the masculine but it's time to re-identify with an empowered masculine, not the disempowered masculine energy and patriarchy that has you go harder, go faster from a place of scarcity and fear like you're going to miss out. You have to compete to get ahead and you sort of get the shoulder, you know, get the elbows out and, and get everybody else out the way. Like enough with the competition, enough with the, the fear-based, scarcity-based approach to life. When we bring in the feminine approach, and our feminine, you know, that, that energy which both men and women have, that energy is connected to divine source, to the universe, to life, to God, energy, whatever your language is. And when we can connect with that, the power and the leadership that comes from that, it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a win-win for all. It's for the good of all. It, it's, it's not about f- fear and scarcity anymore. And I, I'm a... I, women and men need to step into their empowered selves we all do and that requires all of us to harness both our masculine and feminine energy we all have it we've all got to harness both and we have to learn how to do life harnessing both energies um so do you think that the way a woman views herself directly affects how everyone else views her how i view myself is going to attract people and experiences and circumstances that reflect my self-belief, mm-hmm. my self-worth, my thoughts. Yeah. 
because I'm an energetic being. And as an energetic being, where, where I'm vibrating energetically and my thoughts are a vibration, my feelings are a vibration, that sort of energy signature that I have will either attract or repel. And it's absolutely going to attract like for like. Mm -hmm. So I work with a lot of single women and a lot of single women I'm working with are saying, oh, I can never find an emotionally available man. And so my question would be, well, how emotionally available are you to yourself? And actually, how available are you to be vulnerable and open hearted with a man? Mm -hmm. You're not going to find the match. You're not going to find the, the soulmate, man or woman, that's emotionally available to you if you can't do that for yourself first. So, yeah, where we're at, what we believe about ourselves is always going to be reflected back to us. TQ is a community of trusted experts who continuously test their skills and knowledge. The MyTQ app allows you to build your portable, irrefutable, professional reputation. MyTQ users can assess their skills against the ever-growing, traceable knowledge to reach expert level. You can contribute as a co-creator on the MyTQ app and help others grow their skills and knowledge. Find out more on tq.com.